At what point in the process did you know, like not just think, but know, okay, I'm going to the University of Oklahoma? Um, I ended up finding out that I was going about two weeks ago. Like throughout the whole thing, I was really close with UNLV. I was like real close to pulling the plug on that and committing there. I was very close. Like it was it was getting there because the relationship I had with Coach Magazoo there was incredible. I was able to talk to him, go to him about anything. We have an amazing relationship. It was just I wanted to go play against the best and OU was the best opportunity. And I was able to build a really strong relationship with Coach Venables and Coach Holm, Coach Valai, Coach Roof, Coach Bates. A lot of the coaching stuff, I was able to build a really strong relationship with them. And every time I stepped on campus, it felt like home. They treated me like I deserved to be there. Part of the palace really said it. That's when I committed. There's four-star safety, Mike Hill, Patterson, McDonald last night from Westmore High School. What's uh, really swung things in OU's – I say swung things in OU's favor. It was – Kind of always in OU's favor, though sounds like UNLV made a nice run. He committed at the party of the palace, and it hasn't even been 24 hours since Michael Patterson McDonald committed to OU, and he's not even the most recent commit in the 2024 class because in case you missed it, about two hours ago, Brandon Zerbrug, three-star quarterback who was a Northwestern commit, two hours ago flipped to OU. So two commits within the span of the past 24 hours. Not bad. Yeah, we barely had a chance to talk about Michael Patterson McDonald before he was buried in the news cycle by Brendan Zerbrug's commitment. But commits number 17 and 18 for Oklahoma today uh, and yesterday. So you get your final commit of the month of July. You get your first commit of the month of August within hours of one another. And for the first time since 2006, Tyler, the Sooners are on the verge of inking two quarterbacks in the same class. Can you name the two? Sam Bradford, yes, one, indeed, and then it's got to be Keith Nickel, the other, right? Very close. Oh! 2007. Man, he was class of 2007. Who was class of 2006 quarterback? You'll kick yourself when I tell you. I don't want to kick myself. I really don't. I, I guess tell me who was it? Joey Halsley. Yeah, God, I, mean, I, I am indeed kicking myself. Offensive coordinator for the University of Tennessee right now. Is he really the OC then? I think he's the OC. At, I, I, he was at Tennessee. I think. I think he got promoted to OC. Dang. I think Halsley I must might have be missed that. The, uh, I knew he was on staff there. I, I didn't know he had soared that high that quick. He was the uh, what? But quarterbacks yeah, he is coach. The OC. He, is, he is now. Okay. Yeah. Well, good for him. Joey Halsley, who I I believe he was uh, thrown into the game. What would that have been? Two thousand and seven in Lubbock, Texas. Yeah, it was against after Tech. Uh, Sam hit his head on the turf out there in Lubbock. I remember watching that game. I remember things not going well. Oh, you had a pick six early, and I was like, oh, okay. Sweet, let's go. Pick six, and then uh, yeah, they end up they end up getting beats uh, at that night in Lubbock. So, yeah, first time since two thousand six you've had a two quarterback class, and I don't think this affects Michael Hawkins' decision whatsoever. No, you have two quarterbacks committed right now. My guess is you'll have two quarterbacks on signing day. That's what the staff wants. That's what the staff wants because I think they know there's a chance that. Three quarterbacks that you have on the roster right now are not there next year in Dylan Gabriel, in Davis Bevel, and General Booty. A listener in the 918 asked, was Levy recruiting Zerbrug before Northwestern lost, lost Fitzpatrick? I assume you're referring to Fitzgerald, Pat Fitzgerald, the former head coach at Northwestern, who <laughs> was fired enough. a couple weeks yeah. back. Yeah, close enough. Uh, no. So this was a scenario where Oklahoma was actively looking for a second quarterback. They'd missed out on Samaj Jones, who went to Cincinnati instead. 
they'd made the offer to Trevor Jackson, but kind of were getting the sense that he was going to end up at Ole Miss, which had not yet picked up their quarterback in the class of 2024. And so Jeff Levy and this staff, they saw a tremendous opportunity when Pat Fitzgerald was fired by Northwestern because it didn't take a Rhodes Scholar to figure that pretty much all of Northwestern commits, all of Northwestern's commits in the 2024 cycle at least, were going to be back on the open market before long. Most, if not all, those guys were going to reopen their recruitments. Zerbrug did, uh, not publicly, but he obviously uh, started to take a second look at many of his options and see what else was on the table for him, absent the potential of playing at Northwestern as a collegian. And that's where Oklahoma swooped in, made the offer, said, hey, come on down to campus at the end of July, see if you like it, we'd love to have you. Well, he came down to campus at the end of July, Loved it. A few days later, here we are, and he's yep. committed. Uh, here is another comment from Mike Hill Patterson McDonald last night regarding, I don't know, what could be happening this month for OU Cruton. It's going to be a good next few weeks. And if Mike Hill Patterson McDonald is right about that, if it really is a good next few weeks for OU football recruiting, that could mean your best offensive lineman in this class and Grant Bricks, four-star. That could mean two five-stars on the defensive line. That could mean a lot of things for the month of August. He just talked about Caden Durham. He talked about David Stone. I can get to him sometime. So I don't know if Michael Patterson McDonald knows anything that the public doesn't know, but I think you got to hope that his uh, – his, his feelings right now are right that the month of August is going to be a big one for OU because it kind of feels like anyone else that you get now moving forward in the month of August is going to be a blue-chip athlete. And we have a texter from the 909. I'm sorry, this is actually Eric in the OC on the text line that's asking. There are a lot of recruiting questions flying around as August gets rolling for Oklahoma because, as we've talked about, has the opportunity to be a huge month. Eric in the OC asks, is Caden Durham gone and is that a direct result of OU landing Taylor Tatum? Well, here's the best way I can put it. Is Caden Durham gone? No. Is he a safer bet at this point to land at LSU down in Dubut than at the University of Oklahoma? Yes. But if it's any consolation, I flipped my future cast from Syracuse to Oklahoma last night for one Andy Bass. Yeah. So if indeed Oklahoma misses out on Caden Durham – I fully expect a nice in-state prospect. Yeah, and, and what Caden Durham is LSU's is he LSU's lone target at running back right now? Is that LSU zeroing that's in on him? One guy that they're the recruiting. one guy that's on their board right now that they're recruiting. So that's an obvious advantage for LSU and Caden Durham, especially when OU has Taylor Tatum and Xavier Robinson. Everyone's flooding the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line right now. What's going on with the Carl Albert kid? What What's going on? I, I guess there's a is there even a rumor out there that OU's pulled a scholarship offer? Like, what's 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 going on there? Because we got that text in the 2 o'clock hour. I don't believe that OU has pulled his scholarship. I refuse to believe that. Yes, I I don't believe there is any validity to I, that I guess notion. the rumor initially it's, started that he tweeted out, wow, and then scrubbed uh, one of his social medias for, uh, of, 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 of OU stuff. But we even have conflicting reports on that one. Who knows, man? I, I, I would say the uh, – I would – Judging by what I've read, um, the the recruitment of OU and, and Xavier Robinson, it's it, it's okay. It, it'll be all right, I'm sure. 
I'm not nervous about that. Whenever I do get some clarity on what exactly is going on there, if anything is going on, I'll pass that along. But we're talking about an in-state kid that had every opportunity and every reason to go to Notre Dame or Ohio State instead of Oklahoma and still chose OU. Uh, Jesse from Iowa says, what's the deal with williams Winery pushing his commitment out another week? Yeah, so, I mean, look, it's it's nothing more than just the logistics of the whole process not really aligning in the minds of Nwaneri and his family and his coaches because most of the people in Nwaneri's corner want this thing over with. They're just – they're exhausted with it. They're fed up with the process. They want him to commit and be done. And there are steps being taken in that direction. Like I was told – he went up there to Oregon this last weekend and essentially told Oregon, hey, I'm going to be committing elsewhere. I'm uh, not going to be not going to be coming to the University of Oregon. 580, so, still OU all over his socials. Boomer. Okay, there you go. Um, I love pe- people spell it out now like uh, we say it in the Billy Sims voice. Yeah, Thank but you for essentially that. the plan initially was there were some people in his camp that wanted it to be done early August, right after the dead period hit. But Noaneri himself, supposedly, and I don't know why this is. I do not know why this is. I won't act like I know why this particular date. But the word is that Noaneri himself would like to make the decision, make the announcement on August 14th. So that is the new target date as of right. Like, it's important to know the kid himself has never come out and established a commitment date. That's why I've always referred to well, August 7th and now August 14th as the expected commitment date, right? Because until he himself solidifies it, you cannot count 100% on a decision happening that specific day. When we get word and when the kid puts something out and says, hey, I'm committing on this date, that's when we officially know for sure. But until then, me and others that have reported on the recruitment are just going with what we've been told by people close to him. And that has waffled a little bit. I, uh, I, I'm ready to say that this is the wildest comments that I have seen all day long. And it would make sense because he's involved with a stripper and a monkey. So oh, well, here we go. Jeff Banks, it's not all that surprising that he would be involved in the wildest comments 32 days away from kickoff. Apparently, Texas special teams coordinator Jeff Banks said today, and he's also a former Alabama assistant coach, in case you haven't heard, Texas plays at Alabama, and a lot of people think that they're going to go out there and win that game. Uh, he was asked today what he'll tell his team when Texas visits Bama in September. Jeff Banks said, quote, just another road game, just as hard in Kansas and Iowa State as it's going to be in Tuscaloosa. It's just bigger and more people, end quote. What? <laughs> Jeff, buddy, that was the wrong thing to say. Uh, come on, I, I know that you want to play up the, oh, every game we got to approach it the same way, but comparing winning at Tuscaloosa to winning in Lawrence and Ames, uh, that's just, um, I don't like that comp, man. I don't think that that's going to end up uh, going well. Bullets and board I, material, more of it going up in Tuscaloosa. I, this is all I'm going to say. I've been to Lawrence, Kansas on a game day. I've been to... Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and Bryant-Denny Stadium on a random early August afternoon where no football was being played. 
And there was more of an aura in Bryant-Denny Stadium on was. a random August afternoon where no football was being played than there is on Lor- in Lawrence, Kansas. To have that take, I don't think you even need to step foot in Jack Trice Stadium or Bryant-Denny Stadium or in any of those locations to know that. It'll be just as hard as winning in Kansas and Iowa State as it's going to be in Tuscaloosa. What a comment, man. What a comment. Hey, somebody- Jeff Banks, they're going to remember that out in Alabama. I'm just telling you, buddy. Somebody out there on the text line is getting deprived of a birthday present because we had that one texter who had texted in multiple times and said, August 7th is my birthday and all I want is a commitment from Williams and Winery. Fortunately, we have another texter, JP Sooner from the 405, saying the 14th is my birthday. He better commit that day. That's all I ask It's going to be somebody's birthday. It's going to be somebody's birthday. We don't know who. But it's going to be somebody's birthday. K-Dub and the 918, do they do kicking for chicken in Lawrence on their game days? <laughs> I guess we'll find that out uh, in October of this year. If not, we got to bring the show to Lawrence, the kicking for chicken. Man, that's going to be the last that's going to be the last recourse for the Doomers, Tyler, when they can no longer crap on Todd Bates, when they can no longer crap on Bill Bedenboe, when they can no longer question Ted Roof. It's going to be a boring offseason next year, potentially. It's going to be a lot of During kicking for chicken hour, hate. Anyway. It's going to be a lot of kicking for chicken hate on the text line. Uh, Lord Jesus, Kansas opened up the gates when they had a chance to beat OU. 4.05. Now, losing at Alabama and losing at Lawrence is a fair comparison. Some are saying, uh, well, yeah, I get it. I mean, of course it's the same. Kansas has had Texas number these past few years. And I think the last time they played in Ames, they got shut out. So upon further review, maybe old Coach Banks down there at UT is right. Maybe it is going to be as hard as uh, winning in Ames and Lawrence. I think they got blank the last time. Remember, I I think they they didn't get shut out. Maybe they did. They lost because, remember, that's when their defensive line coach went on that tirade on the bus that made it all over social media. Yeah, they got throttled. Can't even repeat what that man said. I think it is worth noting that Kansas beat Texas by the same margin in 2021 as Alabama beat Texas in 2022. <laughs> it's true. All right, 405-651-3439 is the Chevrolet text line. OU Media Day was today. We'll give you the highlights coming up next right here on The Ref. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you, and when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us in Blanchard. Give us a call at 405-485-3333 or check us out on the web at knippelmeyer.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Now that open enrollment for health care coverage has ended, there's still several options to consider that just might benefit you. Need to purchase your own health insurance? Confused about Medicare? Considering offering benefits to your employees? Call the agents at Allison Insurance, featuring 70-plus years of combined insurance business experience. They're able to help clients avoid mistakes when purchasing individual or group health insurance. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. They are the experts. A little bit of sweet and a whole lot of heat. Rom's new sweet and spicy Gouda Burger is packed with mouth-watering flavor. 
We start with a fresh-baked artisan multigrain bun, top it with a sizzling burger patty and bacon, add a little mayo, and then throw on the heat with apple habanero barbecue sauce and jalapenos. Oh, and we can't forget the smoked Gouda cheese melted to perfection. Brahms Sweet and Spicy Gouda Burger, available for a limited time at Brahms. For three generations, the John M. Ireland & Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Moores continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. full of anchors, meant to keep you in place. But the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them. So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Coach Stoops here for Van Hoos Fence. If you want to work with the best local fence company and get championship service, contact my friend Mark and the Van Hoos Fence team. Van Hoos Fence gives each customer the most professional craftsmanship and competitive pricing in Oklahoma. From wood to chain link to vinyl to metal fences, the Van Hoos Fence team does it all. Contact the Fencing All-Americans at Van Hoos Fence, 405-735-1167 or vhfence.com. Hey, I'm Reba McIntyre. Growing up in Oklahoma, I had big dreams of becoming a successful country music singer. But I also knew the odds were against me and that I needed an education to fall back on. Studying never got in the way of my dreams. In fact, school gave me lots of opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise with my career. Please stay in school and try your best. You never know where a good education might take you. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Serving in Afghanistan, I was shot in the head by sniper fire. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander, and I'm a veteran. Today, I visit classrooms and share my story. I tell kids that with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is being there for the next generation. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. He is such, he's got such an amazing work ethic. He's very hard on himself, never satisfied. Um, always wants to get better, so he's got incredible humility, just great toughness. You can coach him hard, um, but man, he's put the time in, and uh, he's always in the film room, always working uh, on his, uh, you know, in the weight room and the elite recovery, nutrition. He's a gym rat. He's always at the facility. Uh, you, him and Danny are like Pete and repeat, freaking frack, and I love that. That's what you want to uh, develop, you know that culture of real deep-seated brotherhood he's really like a pig in the mud uh in in where he's at in his career he's he doesn't have uh an overinflated opinion of himself um but he's confident there's head coach brent venables on linebacker jaron canick earlier today he's like a pig in the mud 
Attached at the hip uh, with uh, Danny Stutzman. They're like frick and frack, Pete and repeats. They're always around one another, which Brent Venables likes quite a bit. You like frick and frack better or Pete and repeat? And will that catch on with the uh, potential starting linebacker duo? I feel like frick and frack is a little catchier than Pete and repeat. <laughs> I, I think it's a lot. It definitely catchier than Pete and repeat. Pete and repeat and frick and frack. I could see Britt Venables calling uh, those two both of those. Yeah, we need to. I, I feel like we can take it up a notch, though. This is where the text line comes into play. They're in elite in several like, areas. They're definitely yeah, elite here. You, you can come up with something even catchier than Frick and Frack. I mean, heck, the text line nicknamed Andy Bass White Lightning yesterday. In a matter of, what, a minute? 90 seconds? It didn't take him very long to, to come up with that one. By the way, our coverage of OU Training Camp brought to you by Neutral Vodka Seltzer. Neutral Vodka Seltzer is an official sponsor of OU Athletics made with only vodka, seltzer, and real fruit juice to offer a deliciously clean, light, and refreshing taste. It's gluten-free with 100 calories and zero added sugar. It's the last hard seltzer you'll ever need to try. So we talked at the uh, top of the 3 o'clock hour about the the comment that made each of us go, whoa, okay. Mine was Britt Venable saying that Gavin Freeman was the best wide receiver coming out of spring and it wasn't that close. Yours, and this is probably my number two, is Jeff Levy essentially saying, hey, here's four of our projected uh, five starting offensive linemen. You normally don't get that at a press conference like this. No, you do not. You normally get I mean, that if you get it at all, like a week before, a week before kickoff. Uh, Jeff Lebby, to his credit, has always been remarkably candid about those types of things because in 2022, for the first time in modern history at the University of Oklahoma, at least post 2016, we did not have a quarterback battle because the first thing Jeff Lebby did upon taking the Oklahoma offensive coordinator job and meeting with the media said Dylan Gabriel is our starting quarterback. You go from that. A stark and beautiful contrast to the previous regime. Well, Austin Kendall could be <laughs> splitting reps with Kyler Murray. It's a pretty close race right now. It's pretty close. I think both the offense – I think um, the defensive coordinator, the offensive coordinator, and the, and the head coach are all very candid while they're at the podium. And we heard it again today, man. We heard it at Big 12 Media Day. We heard it at the coaches' luncheon last week. Heard it again today. Competitive depth, competitive depth, competitive depth. We should have set an over-under yesterday on how many times that was going to be said. I'm sure the over was going to hit. Oh, no. And, and as much as we laugh at it, I, I will say that like, the, the conclusion for me, hearing this staff talk over the course of the past three weeks, I genuinely believe, this staff truly believes that they're going to be a lot better this year. And they keep saying that we're in a much better place than we were a year ago. I, yes, there is such thing as coach speak. I understand that. But I do genuinely believe they think they're in a much better spot than they were last year. And they should be, but it sounds like they really believe that and they're going to be a lot better. You ready for the question you're not ready for me to ask? Uh, Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I guess I, I shouldn't be since I'm not going to be ready for it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not ready for it. Is competitive depth the new we're close? Oh, my gosh. I actually kind of huh. – if, if they don't it, win like, 10 games this year, then, then yes. Yeah, like, is yes. Oklahoma, if they disappoint this year, then yes. Is Oklahoma 8-5 and five in January and everybody's going, ah, competitive depth, competitive depth, competitive depth? Yes. <laughs> the answer to that is yes. <laughs> now, if they roll off at 11-1 and, and win the conference, then 
we may be saying, competitive depth, let's go. What's that going to look like in the SEC, buddy? Got even more of that, all right. But it'll be an overwhelmingly positive saying or an overwhelmingly negative saying in about six, seven months' time. Great memories on the text line, courtesy of Colin Casey. Remember when Mule Shoe got hair plugs? Screw that dude. <laughs> An unnecessary shot at the hair plugs. Jesse in Iowa that. said, so Dix has gray OU jerseys. The color, not Eric Gray. Do we have some new alternate unis? I need a picture, Jesse. Are they not like, the anthracite Are they uniforms? not the, the, the unity, unity? Unity uniforms? Are we talking straight gray? Not anthracite, but gray? I gotta yeah, see send this. Send a photo, Jesse. Zach from the 405 says uh, competitive depth is far better than being close. Well, we'll see. We'll see how we <laughs> feel about that if things don't go well this year. Uh, how about some nicknames? 580, Stutzman and Robin. Uh, Boomer Gooner says Miyagi and Jaronson. You've seen Karate Kid, right? Of course. The original? Yes. Okay. Lilo and Stitch. Interesting. How about Ren and Stimpy? We're going with like old TV show characters, TV and movie characters here. Uh, Kevin and Kevin were freaking frack the whole time they were here. There's a Beavis and Butthead, a Mutt and Jeff. Um, I don't I don't think that we've stumbled upon a great uh, duo nickname just yet. By the way, we did get a picture from Jesse and Iowa of the gray OU jerseys. And, yes, they are not the Unity Anthracites. They're literally just the crimson jerseys. It like a Twitter edit uniform. It does look like a Twitter edit uniform. It's the crimson jersey, except instead of crimson, there's gray. Buy it, Jesse. It'll be a collector's item someday because I don't think that they're ever going to wear that uniform uh, on, on the field, at least anytime soon. The guy that promised us a case of Olipop, if Caden Durham doesn't sign with LSU, asks, where is OU at with all of their D-line recruitments remaining? Okoye, Nwaneri, McKinley, Stone. Well, please don't forget about a couple of guys in particular, Nigel Smith and Zena Mosalu. Because definitely don't forget about it. Nigel Smith. Yeah, like, Nigel I, Smith I, is committing on September eighth. I just and... feel like that one is it's it's taken for granted so much, man. Like that in any other class, like last year, if they get Nigel Smith last year and like where he's ranked currently, that would have been celebrated, man. Like I, I think getting Nigel Smith last year would have been a big deal. And I'm not saying that it won't be a big deal this year, but more people will be talking about Winarian Stone if they're in the class. That's why I just think that he is just so overlooked and taken for granted, especially if he signs with OU. So, yes, go ahead, but don't don't forget about him. Peyton says Zena's going to A&M. Yeah, he did visit A&M instead of visiting Oklahoma at the end of July, so that wasn't a great sign there. But I do think Oklahoma leads for Danny Okoye. Obviously, I think they leave for Smith, Stone, and Nguyenary. And then who does that leave us with? Dominic McKinley and Amozalu? Those two are going to be the most curious cases, I think. And I don't get the sense that we're very close to a decision from either one of them. Greg from Lawton says Starsky and Hutch. Jim and Arlington, Shaggy and Scooby. That's from Jim and Arlington. We're, we're stuck on the uh, on the TV show movie characters right now. I think we, we need to trend off of that a little bit. I, hey, don't, just, think that's the, I don't think that's the, uh, the way that we're going to find – the perfect nickname here. Jesse and I will follow it up and said, those unis are stone gray. Coincidence? I think not. There's a question for you. As much as uh, most fans hate the alternate uniforms, if he were to make a visit on campus for a home game this year, would you be willing to wear the stone gray uniforms <laughs> to secure a commitment from five-star David Stone? And they all just say stone on the back. Like, you remember <laughs> yeah. last year, the anthracites just yes. said unity. This stone time it's just stone. 
That would be uh, the most aggressive uh, recruiting pitch that maybe I've ever seen. You would be towing the line of an NCAA violation, but I feel like you could play it off. Xavier Robinson would definitely be tweeting out, wow, if OU were to pull that one off. You could be like, it's just in support of our geology department. That's all it is, NCAA. Uh, by the way, before we hit a break here, speaking of OU Media Day today, here is what Jeff Levy said about his uh, incoming wide receiver, his freshman wide receiver. Come on. So there you go. Yeah, we're going to like Jacquez. And you I'm couldn't glad see it. he loves football, man. Actually, I love football. I think you could probably see it because of the uh, tone. He, Jeff Levy was smiling uh, quite a bit uh, during that, uh, during that uh, uh, response. So, sounds like he's excited. No, you could tell on his face. He's excited about Jacquez Petaway. That was not empty praise that I, he was given. It, I don't but. know exactly what to do with that other than I, I, I think that he's in – He's on the list of players that can absolutely have an impact this year. Like He wasn't the only wide receiver that the OC or the head coach really said nice things about. So I, I guess take that however you want to. But Petaway will absolutely be a factor here moving forward in training yeah. camp, if nothing else. I mean, hey, Jaquay Petaway loves football. You love football. I love football. I didn't we, love football a lot last year, but most times We I and Jaquay Petaway are not that different. The only real difference is he runs a 10-4 in the 100 meters, and we don't. He's that track guy that uh, Emmett Jones likes yes, so much. The tra uh, no, no, no. The football guy that runs track. Emmett Jones, a big fan. Big fan of that. 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. More OU football coming up next on The Ref. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. What's up, Ref Army? It's Tyler McComas, and we just wanted to give a huge thank you for continuing to support the Ref and showing up every single day on all of our platforms. We've surpassed 25,000 followers on Twitter and continue to average over 150,000 impressions per day. The Ref has also surpassed 3.2 million total listeners on the official KREF app over the past 12 months. Let's keep the momentum going in 2023 by continuing to listen to the KREF app or on KREF.com. My name is Dee, and I dream big. I need a good job to get what I want, so I signed up for DRS Transition. Are you a teen with a disability? Get free career counseling. Work experience. And a paycheck. DRS Transition helped us get ready for life. Dream big. Dream big. Contact Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services, 800-487-4042 or okdrs.gov. 
Sunday, August 6th, the Cardinals host the Rockies, and there's a giveaway for fans of all ages. That day, 10,000 fans ages 16 and older will get an exclusive Cardinals and MLB Network hat. And 10,000 kids ages 15 and younger will take home a Tommy Evan growth chart thanks to Missouri Farmers Care. Stay after the game for the post-game high-chew kids run the bases. That's Sunday, August 6th, the Cardinals and the Rockies. For more ticket information, visit cardinals.com slash promotions. This is Tommy Edmond. See you at the ballpark. Somewhere, there's a river rushing through the woods while someone rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. A trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforest.org. The National Forest Foundation. See your somewhere. Wait, come here. I want to tell you something. First of all, I really like your football costume. Second of all, we'd like to invite you to see Mean Girls High School version. It's a musical. People talk and sing and move their bodies all at the same time. They know what a musical is, Karen. They're not idiots. How do you talk and sing at the same time? Don't miss Mean Girls the High School version August 3rd through the 6th at Sooner Theater. Get your tickets at SoonerTheater.org. I'm talking and I'm singing at the same time. Like that. Diane from Michigan, a disabled senior citizen trying to get by. Henry from Florida, a veteran fighting to make ends meet. Elena from Arizona, a mother struggling to feed her daughter. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I support Feeding America because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year, like Diane, Henry, and Elena. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. The spring and summer months are a great time for you and your family to spend quality time together. And right now is the perfect time to join the Trails Golf Club. The Trails Golf Club in Norman offers an 18-hole championship golf course, a swimming pool, numerous fun family events throughout the year, a fully stocked pro shop, and dining at the grill in the clubhouse. There has never been a better time for you to come discover the trails. Call Zane today and learn more at 364-3790 or visit trailsgolf.com. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Parker Thune. No Teddy this week, so know what caught Teddy's eye. But that is brought to you by Yala Gosney Law. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer? At Yala Gosney Law, communication is a priority. 405-800-8080. 405-800-8080. That's Yala Gosney Law. Uh, we'll run uh, across college football to some of the big storylines today and circle back to what happened at OU Media Day today. First, the ACC preseason media poll was released. Tell me if you have an issue with this top five. Clemson at number one, picked to win the ACC. Oh, with hello. 103 first place votes. Okay. Gotcha. Florida State at number two with 67 first place votes. Tracking. North Carolina at number three with five first-place votes. NC State at four with one first-place vote. Interesting. And okay. then Miami at five with zero uh, first-place votes. Okay. I will say NC State is my sleeper team in the ACC in 2023, so I'm glad to see that they're at least getting some love. 
I, I probably wouldn't put them higher than third because I do think the conference still runs through Clemson and Florida State. No huge quibbles with that top five. Uh, Virginia was picked to finish last in the ACC. Last in the ACC. Hmm. So, sorry about it, UVA. Uh, I know you're looking for better times, but they have not done a, a very good job of beating Virginia Tech, their biggest rival in yeah. recent years. Well, and part of the reason why that. part of the reason I'm so bullish on NC State to potentially win double-digit games in 2023 is because they got the guy that was putting Virginia football on his back in Southpaw quarterback Brandon Armstrong via the transfer portal. Notre Dame is re-signing with Under Armour in a new 10-year contract believed to be the richest apparel deal in college athletics. Notre Dame's new Under Armour deal is expected to be worth more than $10 million annually in cash and gear. So Notre Dame cashing in on uh, Under Armour. I feel like Notre Dame's one of those schools that's just never going to be hurting for money. Like, uh, you wouldn't think so. I, I mean, conference affiliation or non-conference affiliation, maybe that catch, catches up to them someday, but I, uh, I, I would tend to think that they're never going to be on the lower end of things, if nothing else. By the way, I have to tell you an amazing story. I have to tell the world an amazing story because there was a listener that hit the text line to ask if there was any news on Grant Bricks. I got to catch up with Grant Bricks later tonight. Uh, I got a call scheduled with him because, because get this, Tyler. I call Grant Bricks yesterday evening. He declines my call and instantly texts back word for word. I will read you the text. He declines my call and immediately texts me. Having some cow problems right now. That was definitely voice to text. I, I wouldn't believe we talk voice tomorrow? to text. Yes. No, having some cow problems. Can we talk tomorrow? <laughs> that was the text. To what you say, sure. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Listen, like best of luck to you. They take cows very seriously in the Bricks family. They all show cows. I'm telling you, that's a, that's a guy everyone around here can root for, whether you have cows or not. And the NIL opportunities will be fantastic if he I, ends up at ODU. I asked him a few days ago, hey, are y'all going on vacation or anything? Now the dead period's here and uh, your season doesn't start until August 25th. Like, you Are, are you guys going to do a family vacation or anything like that? And he, he went, no, the county fair's our vacation. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I, everyone's favorite player. Everyone's favorite player already. Shane in Newcastle said, come on down, Grant. Yeah. Though, you know me, like I, I was all aboard the Josh Bates train because of kind of what, what he was all about and what we heard throughout the recruiting process and who he immediately said no to when this particular former coach took another job. He's like, yeah, I'm still committed to OU. <laughs> but what did Brent say today? Like he's got the uh, – like at times he has to remind him, like, dude, tone it down a little bit. Those are your own teammates. Yeah, Josh Bates is nothing if not mean, man. He's mean like out that there. Is, mm. yeah. um, Andy Staples tweeted this out earlier today. The Florida State thing is fascinating. We're not talking about this one necessarily on the realignment front. It's easy to say it's too expensive to get out of the ACC, and it would be very expensive, but being 30 to $40 million per year behind the schools you recruit against for 13 years is also incredibly expensive in its own way. So we are uh, kind of wrapped up in the Pac-12 and Arizona and Oregon and Washington, and Florida State's kind of off to the side, man, and they've let it known that they're not happy, that they're operating at a deficit compared to the other schools that they're recruiting against. I, I don't know, man. I, I just I wonder if Florida State does something crazy here in the next six months. 
and I what don't that know. crazy would look like. But can't we all agree, it's just nice to be able to sit back and watch the chaos unfold from afar. For once. For once. I imagine being, say, for example, a Stanford fan right now. Imagine being a Washington fan. Imagine being unsure. I would be wearing a sweater vest, by the way, if I was a fan would, of either of those two. Uh-huh. Imagine being unsure what your program's future held in terms of conference alignment and affiliation. And having it all largely contingent upon what happens with a couple of the bigger brands within your very conference. That's, that's what I was like. O- OU would always have a place. In you know the 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 big time college football like what whatever that looks like moving forward, but I've said that a few times, man. Like regardless of how you feel about the move to the SEC, imagine if OU was still in the Big Twelve right now, and the SEC, who you're trying to recruit against to win a title, they were making millions more than you every single year. You don't think we'd be nervous and a little pessimistic right now about the future and winning a national championship if you weren't heading to the SEC? I bet you would be. If you were still kind of staying status quo in the conference, in this conference. Grant Bricks texts on the Knibble-Meyer Chevrolet text line. Ohio Sooner says, Bricks is a first-rounder already. What a champ. 580 listener says, Bricks sounds like a true program guy. I He is. The, Maybe, I bet the back of his uniform says program guys. <laughs> the recruiting doomer says, hell, if Bricks wants a summertime NIL opportunity, he can come brand and run cattle with me and Pops. I, don't tempt him. Recruiting Doomer, don't tempt him. He'll be out there doing it. He'll he'll go do a Schmitty workout and then go uh, work cows after. That's the kind of guy he is. He loves him some corn-fed beef. He is some corn-fed beef. Bill Biedenbow would love to have some corn-fed beef in this class. Uh, LaDonna from Lubbock says, Pac-12 can't reach a deal. Where's that mess going? Well, it's trying to go to Apple TV is where it's trying to go. But it sounds like anyone with options right now are saying, yeah, we can do a whole lot better than this for our athletic program is what it sounds like. We'll see if anything happens in Arizona later on today. Okay, hold up. we got to make note of this. we got to take this down. 4.45 p.m. August 1st, 2023. Make note of it. Sugar Shane in Newcastle said on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, I'll brand GB on my left leg if Bricks commits. Uh, okay. We've had some saying that they would get a ref tattoo, but we are uh, already branding initials for players on our body if they commit. Which I, I don't hate because I think that guy's a first-round pick. Very aggressive, but uh, okay, I'm here for it, for the content. Uh, real quick, some, some other things happening at, at, at OU Media Day today. Jacoby Johnson is working on the defensive side of the ball. What a Jay Valai joke that he had to win an arm wrestling contest or something like that to get Jacoby on the defensive side of the ball. But the four-star true freshman from Mustang, that's where he'll be to start his career. And then this was, um, this was good news. Um, Jacob Lacey. He has the blood clot issue, but it sounds like he could be back, according to Brent Venables, in September. That's true, and Brent Venables did put a timetable. Yeah, on September, it. right? Yeah, he September. said he said late September it might be when Jacob Lacey gets back, and so I think that's probably more on the optimistic side. But just knowing that you're going to have Grant Brick or not Grant Bricks, I'm reading so many Jeez. Grant Bricks texts, I'm getting things mixed up in my mind. But knowing that you're going to have Jacob Lacey available at some point in 2023 should be a big consolation to Sooner fans that were worried 
about his status. Ohio Sooner says, Bricks has to be the one to brand Shane if that comes to fruition. And from the 405, on the back of Bricks's jersey, it says, Beef, it's oh, what's for dinner. You guys are just you – you're getting everyone too excited now. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Beef, it's what's for dinner for home games. Program guy on road games is what he was going to wear on the back of his uniform. It's going to be epic. And I think if OU gets Grant Bricks, OU's offensive line efforts in this 2024 class will go from panic a month ago to, I think, a lot of excitement uh, come signing day. You get Grant Bricks along with Josh Iasosa and what the two commits that you have in the 2024 class. And I'll bet you you get Daniel Akinkumi too. Yeah. Well, he released, what, a top ten yesterday over That's, the weekend. Look, that would be five for that. That would be, that'd be a nice haul. It's a three-team battle. It's OU, Georgia Tech, and Ole Miss. Well, I could probably have guessed that, judging by some of the schools in the top ten. It was a top ten, but you could see some of those like, okay, well, they're just kind of thrown in there. I, OU is uh, one of those that stand out amongst the rest uh, in this top ten. Um, PJ Adabare is the next Micah Parsons. I don't care, says a texture in the 405. So write that one down as well. He's the next Micah Parsons. He'll be making a lot of money in the NFL if that's the case. Is it Is it overly optimistic if I say he might end up being better than Micah Parsons? Yes, yes. Right, yes. <laughs> Micah Parsons, one of the better pass rushers in the NFL last year. I I like him too, but that's that's setting expectations uh, rather high. Well, I'm not trying to set expectations. What I am saying is if we're talking about the sheer ceiling for a guy like P.J. Adebare, there are very few cats like him just from an athletic standpoint in the entire country. 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We'll close up hour number two of The Rush. Coming up next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Things are heating up at Riverwind. With over 2,000 of your favorite games. And the final beats and bites of the summer. Beat the heat with Gary Allen and enjoy all your favorite food trucks on August 26th. Get your tickets online or at the box office for only $10. Riverwind really is the best place to play. It's the happiest day of her life. Are you frustrated with rising insurance costs or confused about your insurance coverage? At Rightway Insurance, each one of their clients is given a dedicated team of experts that work with you to address all of your insurance concerns. They are an independent insurance company that offers personal and business coverage. Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Or request a free online quote at rightwayinsurance.com. That's Rightway Insurance at 405-607-6014. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you, and when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us in Blanchard. Give us a call at 405-485-3333, or check us out on the web at knippelmeyer.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. 
Are you an OEC member contemplating the addition of solar panels to your home or business? Before you make the purchase, contact Oklahoma Electric Cooperative Solar Experts. We will be able to tell you exactly how many panels your home needs and how the addition of solar panels truly affects your electric bill. OEC does not partner with solar companies and asks that you report any company that claims otherwise. To learn more, give us a call at 405-321-2024 or visit us at www.okcoop.org renewables. Serving in Afghanistan, I was shot in the head by sniper fire. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander, and I'm a veteran. Today, I visit classrooms and share my story. I tell kids that with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is being there for the next generation. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain head ball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. Hey, do you want to get rid of your reading glasses like I did? This is Mike Steele, and if you're over 40 like me and you're either farsighted or nearsighted, you need to call my guy, Dr. Bellardo. I've known him for years and totally trust him. Go check him out and see if you qualify for lens replacement or cataract surgery from the experts at Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Call today, 405-755-7700 for your free consultation or go to alcok.com. If you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here at Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. How is your job to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, life doesn't stop when cancer starts. After diagnosis, treatment is vital. But for some, just getting there to appointments, chemo, or radiation is a major challenge. You can change that. Volunteer to give rides with the American Cancer Society Road to Recovery Program. Driving for a few hours of your day can make a life-saving difference for someone with cancer. Visit cancer.org drive to learn more. Again, I've said this as well. I'm more like a cactus that, you know, I don't, I'm heavy sun and a little water. And so I expect everybody uh, 
through all my years and on defense, everybody's like me, right? You know, you don't need no water and lots of sun, right? And uh, and I have been pretty good at motivating people, inspiring people to be more like me, uh, if you will, and to just have that, that kind of mindset. And uh, but that doesn't always work. And I, I always knew that at home. <laughs> uh, you know, you got to change your tune when you go into the into your house, but you have a whole staff. Uh, again, there's just a lot going on. Life's going on, and for me to be, you know, the best leader uh, and head coach that I can be, I need to be mindful of all of that. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you the sour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Parker Thune in today for Teddy Lehman. Head coach Brent Venables was asked today about injuries heading into fall camp, and he didn't have a list in front of him ready to go, so he really had to kind of go position by position and think about everyone that's unavailable. Uh, tight end Caden Helms, he is going to be out to start fall camp, which is not a good thing right now for the tight end position. Looks like J.J. Hester has a foot injury. Jacob Sexton may be ready to play, but they're sounds like they're taking it slow with him after his injury last season. Uh, Jacob Lacey has blood clots or had blood clots and is in a good place. Could be back in the latter part of September. Uh, new transfer defensive lineman Philip Paya is coming back from an ACL. Uh, RSJ, Robert Spears Jennings should be back by September. And then Eric McCarty, who had the torn ACL his senior year of high school, uh, it sounds like he is uh, he's on target and should be ready to go at some point in the near future. So yeah, and I think the injury front. You know, it's a very it's the very obvious hope is that you can redshirt McCarty, that you have enough depth at safety, which Oklahoma reasonably should, to be able to get give him plenty of time to recuperate and learn the demands of playing safety, get some experience on the practice field. Uh, learn the demands of playing safety. They in should Brent be Venables. able to do that at safety. Yes, I'd, exactly. I'd be very surprised if they weren't able to. Exactly, and I think the hope for Caden Helms too is that uh, he can get a medical waiver because he did redshirt a season ago. But uh, if he indeed does have to miss the season, it shouldn't be that hard to get him a medical waiver, and he can retain four years of eligibility moving forward. With the other guys, I mean, these are all guys that you're counting on at the very least having a rotational role in your program, Robert Spears Jennings, I, I again, we go back to the safety position, but if he's healthy, man, what he brings to the table physically makes him one of the highest ceiling players on Oklahoma's roster within that position group. And then Phil Pyatt, man, what's crazy to think about Phil Pyatt is that he's going into his seventh year of college football, and he'll have the option to return for an eighth. Insane. So you want to talk about a season? And I remember vet. initially we were because there were we couldn't decide, or it was conflicting reports on if he had one or two years of eligibility. When we first found out, we started counting the years. It was, well, I mean, two might be. It just doesn't feel like he he should have two years of eligibility remaining. But he does, man. Like you said, he could come back for his eighth year next year if he wants to. Uh, R. Mason Thomas. Did I hear Chavis say today he put on twenty four pounds since last year? R. Mason Thomas. Yeah, that happened. Wow. Insane. Chavis also was talking about the six and seven year at Clemson when they lost their bowl game to, was it South Florida? Is that who they lost their bowl game to? It was USF, yep. Yeah, South Florida. Everyone wanted to fire uh, Dabo <laughs> after that. And uh, judging by the comments, Chavis was like, they, fire? they wanted to fire Dabo Sweeney. Could you imagine that? They wanted to fire Dabo Sweeney. And I believe they won the ACC the very next year. Yeah, for the first time in two decades. And then. What, three, four years later, Clemson was national champions? So, 
And what Miguel Chavez said to kind of bookend that quote, I think holds a lot of weight. He said, it takes time, it takes belief. And I think Oklahoma is going to have both of those things working in their favor. Venables isn't going to be rushed to get this team back to championship status. There's going to have to be a steady upward progression, and I think there is a general understanding that Oklahoma isn't going to walk into the SEC and dominate it right away, but there will be time, and there is certainly belief. Uh, well, we got a lot of tattoo promises going on right now. I don't know if we need a uh, – well, I, I think we do need an official tattoo sponsorship with someone. The Recruiting Doomer says if we sign Stone, Winery, Smith, and McKinley – I will tattoo TP, uh, TB own my ass 2023 <laughs> recruiting cycle. TB is for Todd Bates, if you did not know uh, what that stands for. A lot of big promises here. I hope these uh, people like uh, Recruiting Doomer are willing to uh, live up to those promises. If such I'll, We're happen. keeping the receipts. One oh, way or another, we're keeping buddy, the receipts. The rece- it, it's already been – a screenshot has been uh, taken of that. Trust me. Now, I, I don't know if I want to see that tattoo happen in person. I don't even know if I want to see the end results of it. I don't. But I would like to know that the bet was paid off, if that's indeed what, what happens. So we'll see. A lot of bold promises. Final hour of the rush is next. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF.